Hello and welcome to this latest episode of the Engaged Podcast. I'm Jamie. And I'm Simon. And today we're going to be revisiting an old idea of Simon's that was done, was it a year and a half ago? A year and a half ago, Mm -hmm. uh, December of 2014. Which is uh, Role Models and this is part two. Yeah, well we've got to point out that Phil's at a wedding so he's not here. So you might have guessed by what the current situation, scenario, is that I'm getting Jamie's thoughts on this time because I got Phil's last time... So I'm getting Jamie's this time around and like life lessons it will be the other way around yeah so. and it's quite a nice dynamic as you, it's quite a nice dynamic because I actually haven't listened to part one since well, it yeah, so you, came since out since a year and a half ago so and I've got to point out that like say it's a year and a half ago so it's like a half memory for me so I actually had to listen to it last night to work to out familiar, what the frick we yeah. said last um, year and a half ago so from that, I remembered that we did it from four different types. We did it from our own car- our own Personal character ones. role models. We did it production wise, um, like the global things, so the kind of the Lieutenant Horrors role modelish thing. And then you got the mythology itself actually being a role model in itself as well. Yeah. yeah. So we'll read tread that ground, but mm. we we don't know. No, because I mean, Jamie has completely forgotten who yeah. I, I I I don't I can't remember Phil or Simon's uh, who they picked and their opinion well, so I, I, I can remember you can I, remember I, I you say I to really last night, last yeah, night so. take notes so I've and it's no joke I have literally got a post-it note with a reminder of what the freak happened last last year a year and a half ago yeah of my main three and the types because I could if you asked me yesterday I would go huh mm. <laughs> I don't know. Literally, I would uh, say. So, I've got to go to put my hands up. Go. I don't know. So, and there was a thing in on Twitter from Daniel Housen, kind of saying, um, I'll get to it, saying, um, can we resubmit stuff? What I've decided to do is I've dug out the old old answers I got before, and they will be integrated into here if. Yeah. Jamie says the right things and I can go hold that thought <laughs> this thing was said this year that thing was, was said, said recently, last year because you put a, um, you put a message up on Facebook and Twitter a few days yes. ago and I have nine pages worth of stuff to look through and it I, was, I do uh, want to point out here I did offer to read out some of them with Simon but he declined because well what does it matter it doesn't well just what I thought it'd just be nice to share the burden with you but you've but he's got his own system and way of doing things and I think I'll just find it confusing and it would just get a bit messy so so there's nine pages and it was literally <laughs> updated this morning so again Daniel you'd be glad to know I managed to get your email and I pre-messaged you back yeah you've recorded this saying it's in the show but I saw it it's in here got printed out it's in my notes yeah because so. I remember you saying to me you were quite you said to me earlier you were quite relieved you'd looked at the podcast email mm. this morning otherwise you would have missed thought, it right okay last night that's it <laughs> not doing anything else Lit this morning okay fine I've got to do a bit of reworking a bit of fiddling updating so in, yeah. we've got nine pages worth we've got what did I say earlier six from a year and a half ago yeah I think so yeah so but we've got all that to work from. It, it should be in, it should be interesting, sort of comparing and contrasting what I've said, what Simon's gonna re-say, and what Phil said back then, and see what sort of correlations or differences that there are. Because I said I've got no, I cannot remember at all. I mean, you can attest to it, Simon. My memory, so. <laughs> um, should we get on with it? Yeah, then? I think we should fly straight into the episode. 
Well, as it's mostly more about you than it is about me, because right. it's this kind of <laughs> hello again. <laughs> hello again. <laughs> Why don't we start off with one of your role models? I think that's a good place to start, at least. Yeah. Uh, one of my, uh, I would, I wouldn't say so much these days personally, but when I first started getting into when Simon first got me into um, Star Trek, mainly the Next Generation, Wesley was actually one of my role models. Uh, <laughs> I know some people might be shake, uh, might be doing a face palm to their head and saying, "Going why Wesley? Why Wesley?" I know Phil probably will be if he's listening to this. Hi Phil, uh, but. Yeah, because I, I, I think I got into it sort of around about, uh, oddly enough, the same age that Wesley was when I was watching, well, Wesley's character was in season one when I was watching it, there we go, and I just looked up to him, you know, he was, he was very much a young man who, who wanted to go out into the world and explore and, you know, that, that was a point in my life where I myself wasn't sure what I was doing, so it was quite a nice sort of benchmark to get off from and what I remember from your season the season one review is you were saying he was Wesley was all the sort of the inspiration for all the children watching wasn't they yeah um, well only you say Wesley I have got a couple of people this year who said Wesley hmm. so I'm going to pick out a bit from Lizzie and I'm sure we'll end up going back to some things she said but she ended up saying uh, Wesley actually I also have to say Wesley when I was a child like if you're a place of this sort of thing you can achieve perhaps what with his character was partly designed for as I think you might have said said in part one as well as Gene Rottenberry's fancy, fantasy of what he might do on the Enterprise Z I've read before so that's first mm. part of the thing and I think that's yeah that's why he wrote that in there because I think yeah. he that's what he wanted to do if he was there I also spoke to Damien who's Irish Trekkie and I got lovely replies from him. What did he say? He said, fi- um, Wesley finding his own path after f- uh, trying to be everyone to everyone, every- everything to everyone for so long and having courage to be his own man. Yeah, that's quite interesting because I think you, you can back that up with the, uh, in- the jumper in season one with what he has, all the, different, all the different... It wasn't until about four when he got to Academy by which he finally... Yeah started doing all the work. oh if really it's actually season 7 really you got to be fair where he finally went sod this I'm going off the traveller yeah I'm going on a gap year I don't care hmm. I, I never got this thing but, but did, you guys pushed me into it <laughs> though he did go back eventually didn't they so <laughs> sort that's of. arguable because that's not canon technically so yeah you're getting into a bit of a I'm tricky area there <laughs> But I think for me, with Wesley, when when I the moment I, I actually realised he was a role model was in First Duty season five, uh, and when I found out that he had actually lied, I, I think I said this to you. I actually was disappointed in him that he had lied like that. What is it with this episode and that episode? Every time it comes up, every the second time we've done this, the last episode first. Duty came oh, up as come well up. because I saw something you spoke about in I think uh, the Star Trek three discussion. Yeah, about looking at Sicano mm. and uh, Tom Paris, the kind of yeah, because you were very cagey, so I kind of filled in the details with Phil. Yeah. So it seems like we're de- always destined to talk about first duty in this episode. I mean, I think, I think, well, I think, I think it's necessary because it is a pivotal it's a, it's episode. It's a bit of a turning point for him. Isn't yeah, it? it's where he kind of it's like. I think it's one of those moments where you go, damn, maybe I'm not meant to be doing this. Because I've had one of those moments where mm. you go, 
Yeah, maybe I've done this too long. Maybe it's time for a bit of a change. So mm. I think maybe that was his kind of... That was his turning point of actually, you know, I need to take a step back and look within myself. Maybe that was his epiphany moment where it was just kind mm. of, I'll keep doing it, yeah, make everyone happy. But, but it wasn't until he met re-met the traveller that he went he found his purpose again mm. and you know I think because I initially felt quite disappointed in Wesley at that time but as it went on and he actually went off with the traveller I was like well you know it happens you can't always you can't continue Life turns out not quite how you imagine it well yeah and I think I think a part of Wesley I know it's something he really wanted to do but I think he sort of maybe in a way defined himself by others expectations you know his father was in Starfleet you know, and he always looked up to the captain and other members of the crew. They were in Starfleet, and that was the path that almost seemed destined for him. And I always felt a little bit with Wesley's character throughout Next Gen that maybe he never, maybe maybe he, I think it's a choice he made. But I, I think maybe he felt a little bit trapped, and that part of him actually thought, well, actually, is this really my choice? Is this really what I want to do? Oddly, talking to you because I, I don't think it really came up, Phil. It's not, you know, Phil. You kind of can't really delve into everything but mm. it, what we're saying kind of reminds me of Jake because Jake they tried to do the same force him into uh, yeah. Starfleet and he went yeah he, I don't give a crap out of this because mm. he, he did like shifts with Chief O'Brien and what yeah he, he rejected he rejected what what, what would, was being considered and I, the norm. I know it's not the same I know it's not Wesley because there's a there's a no, very but there's dif- a f- big difference between yeah. two characters but it's a kind of but there is that par- the parallel is yeah. there between them because Jake went on to obviously become a writer yeah yeah. but it's actually interesting that we've gone on to Jake because if you think about it Nog's done the same thing as well yeah I also thought of Nog when I was saying it so yeah Nog's an interesting character as well and I think again it's when you meet Aaron mm. Eisenberg that you go oh my god Cause we, how awesome yeah because we met him at um, FCD we, yeah there? she's well next 1.5 I believe yeah so which I think is really good so and what's actually quite interesting is it actually, <laughs> blinking to Nog, it actually brings me on now to my second sort of, my own personal role model. But it's not just Nog, it's actually a group of them. So it's Red a, Squad, something like that, or are you going on to? Not no. Red Squad, no. Nog, Rom and Quark. Oh, that's interesting you say that. I'll let you say why. Hmm. But, again, I've said this before, I'll say mine before, but you'll go, yeah, I get what you're saying, but... Again, you, you say yours, Jeremy. Well, <clears throat> put simply, it's it's them three in particular because they were the first Ferengi I in, I'd encountered in Star Trek. Is it because they developed? Yeah, they they, de- grew, as they grew as characters. So Quark actually actually became yeah. an unofficial part of the crew. Mm. Rom, because one of my choices is Rom, and I don't think I'd be surprised mm. because also I met Max Gronchek at Destiny yeah. and I explained that at the time, so I think that might have been one you've probably gone, maybe. Mm. Um, and Nog, obviously, you've, uh, well, I should say um, Rom, because obviously he became actually a part of the crew and actually yeah, he, he grew and be- changed the way the Fringy. Well, for, for me, put simply, what it is is that their characters and their traits challenge my perceptions of, of looking at, at social groups. So, you know, that idea of stereotyping one person, stereotyping a whole group. So I thought, oh, yeah, all Ferengi. Yeah, trying to override prejudice, which yeah. is a very difficult thing to do. It's yeah. something, again, it's something I try and do. I, I, Sometimes I don't, mm. but most of the time I kind of force my way through it and go... But back then... 
Yeah, sorry, go on. Let's look at this fairly and kind of go... Objectively, yeah. Mm. Sorry, Jamie, I'm sorry to right. talk over you. Um, but I saw them, as I said, back then I saw Faringa, they're all the same, they're all just greedy and just annoying and, <laughs> you know, I, I had that perception of them and it's... Well, actually, no. So, in a way, they changed the course of my perceptions generally well, of that's what, a lot of things. That's what um, Armand Schumann wanted. That he wanted to change the um, appearance of the Ferengi race after his first appearance in the last outpost. That's how reason they cha- they thought mm. they transformed into what they are. Yeah. Because of the, the bad way they they were portrayed in the last outpost. Yeah. He was not happy with how that went. Hmm. that he went okay I'll get this role and actually make something of this that yeah. they so I think they've become role models in that sense and what's actually quite cool is the fact that you've got between the three of them you've got an interesting contrast even within the three of them so Quark is still yeah he's still like a typical ring in a lot of ways but there is that softer side to him Rom he's scared he's scared a lot of the time he's you know he struggles to, to to talk to people and you know stand up to his brother, but he finds his own way. And again, not similarly with going to into Starfleet, he finds his own way as well. And I just, I just thought because initially I just thought, oh, Quark or Ron, but I thought, well, actually, if you think about it, all three of them are sort of role models, really. The whole the Ferengi in Deep Space Nine as a whole, to be fair to you. So that's sort of my um, my second one. I mean, did did anyone? Any answers come up with that on Twitter at all? Did they mention the Ferengi? Um, not that I can remember. I'll have a quick look in a minute because I'm currently trying to sort something out. Yeah, because so, my computer because I forgot to sort my computer out before recording <laughs> this. So that's why you're hearing noises in the background. Yeah, but still for a minute, like we usually. Yeah, do. yeah. So, uh, so the Ferengi are definitely. But for me, it's it's Rom. So for you, it's Rom. Rom yeah. reminds me of me. Mm. So it's <clears throat> clever, but in a, a very profound way. But no one sees it. Everyone goes, "Oh, it's stupid, Rom." Mm, but he's know. actually more clever than everyone it, gives yeah, him credit. Yeah, I mean, it's again, it's it's again, it, it, it's it's going back to which I think the Space Nine. Me personally, I think the the best out of all the tracks uh, in a way of that character complexity. It's not a case of oh yeah, they're this or they're this. There's actually more to them. Again, it's coming from my perceptions of what the Ferengi were. Oh, they're not. I thought, oh yeah, they're just this and this. But actually, however, hang on a second. I was wrong. I need to step back and look at it objectively. They're also this as well. So it's that. It's again. It's again. They're not one-dimensional, as you say. They're three-dimensional. They've actually got depth to them, and uh, they've got you know a character. Got character traits. They've got development and all that sort of thing. So you know, which I think Deep Space Nine as a springboard did brilliantly from from next gen so so yeah so the Ferengi are another one um let's see I'd say I'd say probably another another one also would be Scotty so whatever whatever Scotty you want to say whether Prime Scotty or (laughs) or Abraham Scotty um Scotty would also be another role model more, more specifically for who he reminds me of, which is actually my brother, um, because my brother's always sort of been there. See blog for details. Yeah, see blog for details, <laughs> um, which which I am going to actually be re-releasing <laughs> about the same time this comes out, hopefully. So, um, 
which was probably like yesterday or something. Yeah, I lose track of time. I'm no good you, at time. You, you you're guys be- are never good no. at working out when. No, you're better. You're better <laughs> at that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's what- like Back to the Future for like fourth dimension, isn't it? Kind of, you know, kind of the bridge is there and oh, like yeah. Marty doesn't get that. It's the same sort of thing with that. You guys don't get a kind of. Yeah, no. this is going out then. So really, you should say a couple, like a yeah. few days ago. But yes, you know what we mean. You know. What we mean. <laughs> but um, um, but yes, yeah, Scotty. We had a few. I think we had a Scotty in there. Um, because uh, Christoph said aspects of Scotty, Richard Barkley, Odo, Esri Seven, Hoshi, Topol, Flocks, Shran, and Saval. But he was he made the really important point, just like I had before, where it's kind of I think it was eight or five who said, you know, kind of what about the mythology, which is why that was a fourth type. Mm. This time around he said uh and I think it came up in the last episode as well, who's not in some way, which I think is a really interesting point. Yeah. Um but for me as I said before, because I say I reasoned into it last night, so I, I know exactly what I said. For me <coughs> I quite like the engineers. Mm. The happy-go-lucky people. Yeah. So it was like Mars O'Brien, Scotty, all those sort of people. Are kind of those mm. people are kind of I always kind of looked up to, and you you do because it's like mm. honest, hard-working people. Yeah, and that, and that's that's again, it's partly what my brother is. I mean, he he runs his own business. He's got kids to look after, and he's also a football coach. So don't ask me how he juggles all that. I couldn't tell you. But it's just the fact that. You know, my brother's always been there for me, and you know he's always he, he he helps fix a lot of things. So whether it's my laptop or or bits of stuff that I've got that I need fixing, you know, it's like Scotty. He'll stitch a few things together, bit of this, bit of that, bit of blue tack, and it all work. So how my brother does it, I couldn't tell you. But he's and also not just a fixer in terms of just like technology, but just generally in terms of just helping me out in my life. Like for example, if you know if it wasn't for my brother I wouldn't be living back down here in Essex so you know it's those pivotal moments in our lives you know you know decisions that 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 were made that you know or decisions that that I've made that's been influenced by others which interestingly enough brings me on to another of my role models which is the person sitting next to me right here Simon himself (laughs) <laughs> and I... Jane May hmm? and Jane May you said I was like Jane May didn't you oh yeah of course I did yeah yeah. that's how that works as well yeah <laughs> I, know, I know you're honoured but the comparison side <laughs> no, I don't mind <laughs> oh bless you I know for more well I sort of teased you in the blog I said, like, oh, back then I think I kind of uh, well a few years ago I would have gone really thanks Jamie but these days <laughs> I, I, I you know again it's objective and kind of fair enough that's mm. how you see me and I think I say so anything proves it it's just kind of oh, I'll help you with those it's like no no, no I've got these covered it's like yeah. you know kind of slapped hand like yeah. Jamo would do just kind of no these are mine you know <laughs> so yeah that kind child. of sums it up a bit isn't it <laughs> yeah but um, yeah again <laughs> for pretty much the same reasons really as my brother I said Tom's always been there for me you know you you helped me out a lot in terms of well partly obviously the podcast doing a podcast was my idea but you were going to sort of push and said well actually let's make it a reality and well look where we are today if it wasn't for you and also the fact that uh, a couple of years ago when I was looking for work you 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 I say you mostly but also your mum and your dad as well 
were also I think had a, um, also helped as well in pushing me to do a bit of volunteer work with the British Heart Foundation and doing a bit of acting as well with the Southend Shakespeare Company uh, so that was again that was something you know initial prod and was actually you know I'm actually going to do this I can actually do more for myself and something like acting I would never have considered ever doing because part of my research I rewatched that and I say it's, I do quite, mm. I, you know it's it's a bit odd to hear I never like kind of hearing oh yes thanks for that Simon although mm. I say it's nice to hear it mm. and it's like I reread that it's like oh it's yeah, kind of such a nice thing to read just kind of mm. um you know, because uh, as you know, and I think I think what it is, what it boils down to, is the fact that you sort of influenced me to make that decision. I discovered another facet of myself which I never knew was there, and I think that's. I've always said you, there's more that you can do the, that you yeah. don't realise. Mm. Hell of a lot more potential. Mm. It's just you've got to make Push, it happen, yeah. which you've never really done. I say it's no. like me and my parents have always kind of. Mm, kind I'm, of shown you there's a lot more to it than just kind of this this, this thing because mm. it's like showing you bits of London and bits of this thing yeah. and showing you sci-fi shows that you'd never seen before mm. which kind of opens your mind to really yeah. interesting concepts which I think you'd never have thought of imagined at before that no. point so, so it's um, drama has come up a few times uh, Michael Clark back a year and a half ago said um, Picard and Jane were both exceptional leaders and people um, well yeah because I think in a way you, you, you I think actually um, Bunny also said it as well for lots of reasons was the same Kira and Jazir because um, I think actually you know you mirror Jane in the sense of because you know you overall see the podcast and mean feel sort of look up to you for advice and guidance and I think that's what Jane made. Well, I say not just Jane. I think all. Well, the I don't ca- get it right the whole time. But no, no, uh, no <laughs> uh, but, but you know, I think all the captains did. But Jane May in particular really stuck out for me for those reasons because she always looked out for. She always. I mean, I think looking out for a crew, you know, that went to new heights when you're chucked into the Delta Quadrant. Going so back to Lizzie, she said, "Jane May, every bit of the captain, tough in coping in adversity, also cares about the well-being of a crew." Almost like you can draw some of that strength and apply it to tough things that you have to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what's that? I'm not doing badly here, am I, actually? I, was... I guess I'm saying all the right things then. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I've got God knows how many pages worth. I'm actually mm. finding them all. Um, I swear there's one more. Was it from... I swear there's one more. Oh, um, Sarah, Sarah. Sarah. Now, this is... I say, I asked her last year and never got a reply back, so... Good on Sarah, the original tip from Tricky Girls, for getting back to me. Cause and for doing well with, with your you. New Year's resolution. Um, captain Jane, my first female captain, she seriously kicks ass. Her sheer determination meant that she never gave up gave up hope and didn't stop until she got her, her, her people home. Yeah. Which is sort of what you've just said. but Yeah. It's, so, so I was really impressed with that. So I looked at my phone, I uh, looked at my... Um, her... Facebook going off, so like, can that be? Can it seriously be Sarah? And it was like, ooh. Did you have to do a double take or something like that? <laughs> no, just joking, Sarah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, is that all, so is that all the Janeway all ones? All the Janeways, mm. yeah. But, but not doing badly sifting all these pages. Mm. There's an awful lot of them. There's what, 15 between the two? Yeah, it's quite a lot. Um, but yeah, Janeway, yeah, I say for me personally, not 
my thing, but I can understand just kind of. Yeah. And again, that goes back to the global thing of kind of, she's a strong female role model. Yeah. You know, being a female captain. And like I said to Sarah in the reply that I sent her, I think it's really important that we have an awful lot of female role models out there. Yeah. Just like we had Michelle Nichols. Oh, actually, you know, I'll do, I'll actually. Yeah, bring that up. From I, I what think Sarah I think, said. I think we're actually on to our second category because I don't, I don't, I don't actually have any other um, role models personally um, myself. Because what she said about Ahura and Michelle Nichols for having the courage to go against the grain, challenge stereotypes, and stand up for what you believe in, her appearance as Star Trek literally shaped the course of history. Yeah, which is such an important thing. Because uh, back when the show aired, she was originally go- she was considering quitting, but Martin Luther King actually came up to her and said, "Actually, you shouldn't." Because your your presence is so important on the show, you know, in ways that I think she said she she couldn't have imagined at that time. So I think, you know, it's it's I said it's interesting. It said the fact that, yeah, she might she might have been she might have been in a stereotypical role for a woman of that time, but the fact that in the fact that she was there was just so as, he, as Sarah said, so important in shaping the course of history. So it was adding to it was adding to the civil rights movement of that time. Jane, what intrigues me is there's a few names that you haven't said which I thought might have come up or you might have thought about. What, what, in terms of what we had personal role mm. models? Which really surprised me because there's some that me and Phil both went up with. The majority oh, of people... Do you know, there is someone I did actually miss. Um, my dad. can't believe I forgot that. My father. One of the biggest role models in my life. Always again, it sounds like I'm. It sounds like I'm on a a, 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 a time loop here or something. But it, it's always been there for me, all the time. And I'll say this. I'll say this really in my my family anyway. Really, um, but you know, I can only I can only pick a few role models. Otherwise, we'll be here until Christmas. So, um, but yeah, he's always been there for me. Always makes me laugh. Always gives me great advice. He's always shown me the way. What can I say? You know. I love them to bits, so. Because I'm surprised that you haven't said either Picard or Cisco. Um, I, I would say they. Or even Data for that point. Mm, I did put him in my um. I did put him in my original blog, didn't I? I'm trying to think. Remember the reasons what I what I put for Data. I think it was. I think. I think with data, it was looking at uh, humanity from such a different perspective, and and the fact that I think. I think for me again, I think it's going back to that perception of things. You know, you you know, you can you can look at data, and you can say, oh, it's just a it's just a machine that does. It's got you know. Again, it goes back to the idea of measure of a man. Fantastic episode, but you know, if you think about it, even if he doesn't show emotion through his actions. He shows the best traits of humanity. So, yeah. But Picard and Picard and Cisco, I, I, I look up to them, but I've never, con- I've never considered them. I mean, did I, did I give, did I give that impression or something at some point that I thought of them as role models? No, I'd have thought that knowing you, I'd have thought they might have come up there or at least been considered. Or I did consider them. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I say I'd look up to them, but I, I don't think. I'm just surprised that they didn't come up because I think we're always talking about him. I always feel mm. we're always talking about Picard and just kind of oh my god, how great is he? And, we, and you're going to go oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he. I mean he is, but I've I've never personally, 
I've never really can. I've never really thought about him in relation to myself, or that he. I'd say he's. I don't know. It's difficult because I'd like. I would like to go, go ahead and say, "Oh yeah, they've inspired me in some way," but I don't know. Maybe it's something I've not realised. Maybe it's something I need to sort of realise. Maybe it's an unconscious thing. But I've never really felt as though they have in any Is way. Is it a far beyond the stars moment? Maybe. There you go. How the frick did I miss this? Well, actually, now that you bring up far beyond the stars, I suppose in a sense, it's it's again, it's tapping into the it's tapping into perceptions of things. You look at something and you think, oh, this has got nothing to do with this. And you think, well, actually, hang on a second. So I could actually say, in a way, Cisco sort of, he's sort of, he has been a factor in that idea of of stepping back objectively and looking at the world, not just, oh, yeah, this person's like this, so, or that episode does nothing, oh, you know, and you have to revisit and rethink things. Because in the accumulation of these two that I've done, and this is majority in the first one, but, hey, it's combined together... Picard is the main one that everyone goes to. The majority of people yeah. go for. My said it, Phil said it, and there's a heaps of people that did say I can have a look through it. Mm. Because if you think about it, Picard, you can even say to some degree, data embody the Star Trek mythology. Yeah. They completely embody it. I'll try and dig those out here, um, there, and everywhere. I'll, I'll do actually, I do agree with that completely, yeah. And on the outside of that, you also have a bit of an uprising for... Not an uprising, but you have a, a small pa- band, party, whatever. You know what I mean. A small <laughs> group who say Cisco. Hmm. And they... It's like their voices seem to get a little... Uh, becoming a bit louder since since I've been doing it. Because talking about Daniel and his email, which I got at 6 o'clock this morning... <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely an early riser. I wish I, I wish I could be like that. <laughs> well, I think probably Dexter's got something to do with that. Yeah. But hey, what he sent me this morning is I, I love this. I read this out in the uh, full because I just think it's great. Hi, Si. Hi, Simon. A late entry for your Rumbles Part Two episode. As of late, I've found Cisco to be an inspiring Rumbles due to the sheer amount of resilience and inner strength that that man had over a whole range of issues that came before him. Also, the fact that once he made a decision, even if it was dubi- dubious, du- dubious, one, uh, dubious, a dubious one, though made for the right reasons, he would stick by it. As he said in the power minute, he could live with it. Hope it's not too late to get that out there. But I hope you have a great time recording. All the best, Dan. I thought it was quite nice. Thanks mm. for coping with that word. That's Jamie. all right. So it's yeah, it's. Mm. It always seems to all fall back to in the in the power moonlight, which I think is a really interesting point. It's like. That's like the, that's Cisco being Cisco when, like you said to me before, we recorded it. Yeah. Kind of, you can't really see Picard or Jane. I do it, mate. The thing is, you could probably the thing is the problem. It falls down when he gets to like Archer. Archer. I was thinking exactly but, the same thing. Yeah. But it's it's an interesting thing. It's like because you know with with Cisco. I mean, I know this might be a bit. Off, off, off tangent here, but hey, we tangent yeah, This is the last one. It's like we're not confused. So don't worry about it. <laughs> but <clears throat> with Cisco and Archer, so there's a really interesting parallel between them, where they're thrust into extraordinarily difficult circumstances, and you know the 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 notion of humanity and what it what it means to be human is is tested. It is tested. 
you know, where Archie, you know, because I've actually been, been watching Enterprise a bit recently, where Archie actually steals the warp, um, the warp coil, and they essentially become pirates, like what happened a lot in Enterprise in the first couple of seasons, where their ship kept getting attacked. Poor Casey Briggs. Yeah. I know, I felt sorry for him. But <laughs> I thought, you know, it... it you know, and just it's just it's you know. I mean, art to do I mean, it's, it's just shocking to contemplate. That same with Cisco. When I first watched, it, I just thought, I can't believe he's well, in. The needs are needs yeah, are many. But, the needs are few. Yeah. So, but it's so well, again. The thing I always think of at that point, they get rid of Delphic Expanse, which but there's no problem. They're in open space, so all they've got to just do is get home. So yeah. actually, it's not. Mm. Yeah, they've got a few years away, mm. but they're not going to get an. Um, screwed up by anomalies so mm. I always think it's not as bad as people think yeah I mean I could, yeah I mean certainly I mean yeah plus it, it also but yes I know I'm kind of overthinking it but that's Sorry. how it how it comes across to mm. me but it's yeah it forces to pole to lose a temper and slam down the pad on the desk which I, which has always been a favourite moment of mine I don't know why but yeah um, it's just yeah it's just said it's just interesting parallels you know it's said it's this idea of that of, of human complexity it's you know humans are complex and as, mu- as much well, as that's the thing that makes us, makes it all interesting is that everyone's different yeah otherwise everyone would like the same thing yeah It'd and everyone's got boring. their own role models for, for, everyone's got their own different role models for c- certainly different reasons and it's certainly a very interesting contrast so for Cisco Damien also said Cisco batting a lot of inner demons and challenges throughout being a great Dan leader exactly what you've just said so it's yeah. Fortunately, I just found it. You know, I said data early. Damien also said, because I'm here or I'm at it. The best human I know, his journey in the evolution inspire anyone not to be limited to be the best that they can be. Yeah, but it's and it's and it's also actually um, with with Cisco as well. Just a quick point I want to make. It's it's also challenging the the ideas of first contact. So, for example, in the episode, oh, I can never remember the name of it. Um, Oh, season one, where um, Chief O'Brien um, befriends uh, uh, what's it called, a hunter or something. Do you know? You know? Do you know the episode I'm talking about? Captive pursuit. Captive pursuit. Thank you very much. Cisco, I you'd know that, Mister Expert. Oh, episode, yeah. episode expert. Oh, yeah. I'm not 100. percent I love but... the way you got annihilated by Clive at FCD. Oh, thank you for that, Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> what episode's this one? And Clive's like, what's that episode? And Jamie's going, hmm, hmm, mm. oh, yes, it is. Like, <laughs> so, I, so, I, so I don't get mad, I'll just get even. So, um, Anyway, as I was saying, uh, yeah, so in Catch a Pursuit, instead of Cisco actually greeting Tusk. them... Tusk, 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 greeting Tusk, he says to him, you deal with it. Whereas in a first contact situation, it would have been, it would have been Cisco, you know, because that's what, Picard's done that's what Jane made that so I think it's quite interesting that uh, Deep Space Nine challenge, even challenges something, something, something like that it's just interesting you know it's just the fact that you know marking yourself to be different and I think again I think that's part of uh, part of a role model what a role model is as well so there's, there's an awful lot in here there's a yeah. few I'd, I'd love to try and read should we try and read out all of them if you, try and, if you yeah, want that's to that's what I was trying to do as I tried to do last time yeah if you want to um so Christoph said many the one that came a few times was actually Spock for his logic and the discipline to follow it but feeling when not mm. um, no other answers oh no because he was the first <laughs> one to answer so he went, no other answers yet 
um, lame, which I thought was quite interesting, but then it just went crazy. Well, the other thing is also is you can also say that you can you can tap into spot or more specifically Leonard Nimoy as being actually a global sort of role model in a way. So you can, so it it, it can be at the character level and also the global level. I Lizzie think as well. Also said the um, similar sort of thing. Spock, why? He's Spock. His logic <laughs> does everything to the best yeah. of ability. Trusty support to Kirk. Yeah, apart from just um, oh, which one's two parts that I can never remember the name of? Yeah, uh, the Menagerie. It's the one that because that was the original, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Oh yeah, no, the, the Menagerie. Yeah, the menagerie. Yeah, you're thinking of the cage. <laughs> yeah, the Menagerie. Apart from that kind of case, but yes, yes, it's kind of stands. You're the one who said it, not me. So I'm it's not... true though. Oh, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Mutiny against your current captain. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, it's the fact that it is very, it's you know everything, you know you get sound bites of Spock that you don't have many other characters. That everyone you know live long and prosper. That yeah, sort of thing. I said he's... as Christoph does every time he signs off with long and prosper. Yeah, hashtag L L L L L L A P. Um, we also had another one from Franco Jordan, which I thought was really interesting. Really kind of left field. I didn't realize it coming, but it's like, okay. He said Neelix, which I thought was an interesting one. Oh. He came a long way from a trash man recycler to cook, morale officer, and ambassador. Yeah, and actually. Which is a bit of an interesting one. Yeah. Not one that I really considered, but I thought it was an interesting and point. If, and if you think about it as well, if you. Again, I know it's. But if you think about it, Neelix also st- challenges stereotypes to do with the idea of oh women should always women should always be in the kitchen and cook and men men shouldn't really do that. Well, Neelix is a cook, and he's sort of like an, an advice. He's sort of there for the crew, like a like an agony. He art. was he was the guy and come the yeah Troy exactly. Sort of so actually, character I, I think there. that's a I think that's a really I think that's it's a really good choice. Not one that I. Yeah, but I can see it. It's not my sort of. Probably, most people will probably agree with you there. Um, so everyone loves Neelix. <laughs> Lizzie also said Picard, um, treating people fairly and without prejudice in his morality. Um, when she was young, she also said Troy, mm. uh, being a woman. Bear in mind, more my more sexist twenty years ago. Independent, passionate, approachable, and good teamwork. Uh, and then she goes on to say. Janeway um, Spock Picard and Troy I knew when I was very young Janeway in adulthood it makes if that makes any difference in considering not at all I think it's a hmm. I, I think like you said while back um, well, in this episode or whatever I think you said over a few times it's kind of I think your role models have changed I think yeah I mean I said and that I, sort of shows it, it. it you know I mean I said that's why I said with Wesley it was I used to, I mean I still like don't get me wrong, I still like Wesley there's nothing wrong with him but I don't think of it's, him as a role model as such now no it's <coughs> because we're in our mid 20s not yeah not like early, yeah <laughs> which I think has got something to do with it yeah so I think that's and then you start to kind of go actually now who's the big people that yeah, I mean, because if if we if we because um, if we're looking at things on a on a global because I know we've briefly I know we've briefly tapped into it, haven't we? Um, if we're looking at sort of a global scale, then we sort of said I think you said you brought up um, Lieutenant Horror. Horror, yeah, it's a kind of um, main one, but I think it's there's some more yeah, which we, uh, we didn't really think up. One other one that I haven't mentioned at this point in time because I've said obviously Picard for me and Rom. Is Riker? 
because I've always thought of him as a bit of a brother, which is I think something Phil kind of concurred with a little bit. Yeah, I can, I, 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 I can, I mean personally no, but I can <laughs> see why Phil, I can see why for you and Phil in a way, yeah. So, um, and then again, he had a few advocates as well in this as well. Just I've got to find them. I'll get there because it's just a young older brother's kind of teaching about girls and kind of <laughs> which I always quite, quite like so that's why I had him on Shore League with me it's just kind of that's that's probably again again my, I, I said I'll, I'll pick Trip with, with that sort of thing so you know so <laughs> but um, yes I mean with if anything I'd love uh, one thing I would pick up from Mike who's doing his cool walks Stephen from Geekbook <clears throat> said um, good question I wanted to be Riker bringing up because he was unconventional and everyone seems like him. Mm. Plus, I think everyone loves his beard as well. Gotta have a Riker beard. You're a full grown of Riker beard, so. No. <laughs> well, we know Data stole it, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, Is there any more um, pers- <coughs> personal ones? Uh, well, the only one that. We haven't mentioned from Sarah is another one, another odd, curious one off the side left field, which I, again I'd never have thought about, but again can do understand. tell. And I said to you earlier, Jordan Forge, the boy next door, hopeless romantic, in spite of which you can always rely on him in a crisis. Mister Dependable, he wouldn't let you down, and I bet he'd be good at uh, be a right laugh on a night out. Which is someone I'd never thought about. Mm. I love it. It's like in the last one, Phil made the point that. So I made that exact point and I had to kind of say to him well if he's a bit forgettable how the hell can he be like someone you look up to <laughs> if he's a bit forgettable just kind yeah. of doesn't make any sense because <laughs> it came up in the last one just kind of you know I said yeah. about engineers and it's just kind of yeah. it's dependable's but, great but it doesn't set the world alight no I mean when I, when I think of it when I think of engineers in Star Trek I always go to either Chief O'Brien Scotty or Trip um, no, no offense to anyone out there, but Geordie is not first on my list because, as you say, he is a. His Hindu's great, yeah. But he, you have to have something more. He's a good character, but I think in a way, I think an opportunity. I think, I mean, maybe it's something we're not seeing. I don't know. Maybe we're a bit biased here, Something's but us there next week. Yeah, but I maybe this. But I, I personally don't. I, I don't see it, but I can understand yeah. it. Just yeah, well, yeah. If someone yeah. dependent on someone you can rely on. It's the same. Be like I can. Depend on you guys, and you'll go. Yeah, sure, go. So, sure, yeah. so I'll sort that out. I'll yeah. get, get on that. It's just really again. I think that just shows that. Uh, I think, like I said to who was it? Like, like I said to Sarah after she sent the message to me. With Star Trek, there's not a wrong answer. No, there isn't. You will always find there's trends, and there's certain people that people are drawn to. So, like I say, it's Picard, Picard Cisco, Cisco yeah. Data, Jamie. <laughs> no, Jamie, yeah, I say even to a point, mm. she's sort of down with this kind of Cisco's. But they, there is a people mm. do go for them. There is a few. I'm yeah. not going to go over the old stuff because you can listen back to the old ep- that, the old episodes because that's a lot more thorough. But I've sort of tried to Miss- pick the ones that yeah. you've said because so. You know, just try looking through fifteen pages, and it's not easy. You've no. seen that I've been trying to. Yeah, you've, you've had to organise it a certain way, so it's a lot easier to. Well, said, do you think you could have done it? I think you'd have found it double uh, of hard. Probably, yeah. Um, it, it's a, such an interesting thing, and it's mm. the thing that you know. I said to Jamie, because originally it was, I thought, okay, it's quite a cool thing. I do make two parts about one, one each, one with each of them. 
and that will be the end of that. That we you know, we probably won't revisit it. Although I've had the thought, and I'd love to hear what you guys think of this. Whether we actually redo it a third time, and if we're crazy or not, I, I don't know. I wasn't even going to propose this or suggest this. Whether we actually do it with all three of us, so you get us all in one go. Because the interesting thing is, I think we've had two very distinct different discussions mm. have been very different from the one that I had from film. which I think is sort of what we wanted wasn't mm. it so so I wonder what the, how it would be with the three of us there what the fun mm. what the so I'd lo- I'll be interested to see whether you've had enough of it whether you want to hear it again or not we'll have to, or have to see what responses we get or but, whether you want something different or what, mm. you just let us know email us engagepodcast yeah. at yahoo.com mm. Twitter, Facebook, all the, whatever. All the or... usual. <laughs> usual? Well, Twitter, Facebook, you know. I just said it. Okay. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> don't, sorry, don't. <laughs> you say email, then you say Facebook and Twitter. Then you cover it all. Oh, okay. I all said right. it all. Oh, okay, good, good, good. Well done, I was just backing you up just in case. Why? <laughs> I said it like 30 minutes, 30 seconds ago. 30 minutes ago? Where have you been? Sitting here. Sitting here, you went back in time for a bit, did you? Yeah. Okay. Well, I know how much you love time travel, particularly relativity. <laughs> so I'd yeah. be interested to see anyway. whether you do as you want a third part or mm. whether. We're... No, I should say it's intriguing. I mean, as you say, that's, but a... that's not set in stone. No, it's something I it's... came up with. I think what, an hour ago, hour and a half ago. Yesterday, I think it might have been. Or yesterday. Something or, like that. Last or, few days. Or from when this actually goes out. Four or five days ago, <laughs> there you go. I think I've I think I've grasped it now. Um, so, yeah, we've done we've done all personal ones. We've covered briefly the global one. Said again, Janeway would be another big one. I feel like we've covered all of them, James. To be fair, you think so? Because you kind of intermixed the other ones yeah. within the yeah. first one. So I'd, that's again, it's the same way that me and Phil did it. You kind of you end up on one thing and that it just spurs on to others. Uh, oh, well, production. Uh, it's you've got. Gene Roddenberry and I say the kind oh, of oh god yes Gene Roddenberry I mean I mean what what can you say I mean that man has influenced the great bird of the galaxy as he liked to be called oh did he I mm. didn't know that Wait, who? I didn't know that where did you where did you oh find I've that? known that ages oh but there you go see in he, um he, in next gen I think you know when they do a kind of like computer search and you get kind of graphics appear there is actually one where it's um Oh, okay. Um, Gene Rotter is a great better galaxy. Mm. It actually appears as a um, L-Cars. Oh. But it's so, you know, such an amazing concept. And, mm. and you know, that he, he's run with, and, and, and this is what Star Trek is today, even for 50, 50 years later, it, it's still... I mean, yeah, there was a period where I think it sort of died down a bit, but I think, again, it's at its peak. It really is. And there's also the fact that we've said it before, and we, me and Phil said it, there's element, and as I say, Christoph said it as well, as a part in everyone so you said it in me mm. Phil said it in you at the time oh that's interesting and, all, and so we've all said it for kind of each other effectively oh, so yeah. he said it for you because it was this kind of oh, thank like, you. The, like the laid back life that you lead whereas you know kind of he's got work to worry about and you kind of trundled, trundled along just kind yeah. of I, you know, I'll get it done I'll do what I need to do <laughs> 
I think I think that's how he sort of described it to me. But it's mm. that's so we all kind of said it to each other. Phil said me, and it's sort of all. I think we all see something. I think we all see something within each other that we see within ourselves. And then there's also Neil as well. Neil got mentioned previously. Yeah, I would, I would say we all um, definitely look up to Neil. I definitely agree. And with then that. it's like the podcast fraternity. Mm. So I think they're. I say it's such an amazing group of people, even more that it's so big now that we've got this. Yeah. They're incredible. And I also said to Phil, uh, Richard Arnold, who we saw at 2012. DST1. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so I agree think, with that. I think you both enjoyed those talks yeah. with him. Um, I'd also say. And um, Larry. Larry as well. Oh, God, yeah, Larry. Of course, yeah, Larry Nemichek. Yeah, absolutely. Because. Uh, everywhere you look, it's just, just kind of. Mm. I mean, you all... can find elements or people that you can go, yeah, that's great. I want to try and. And I'd also say, um, for me, you know, production. I also say Doug Drexler as well. In fact, I say me party, but also a lot of people said, you know, it's loads of them. There's I so say many, so many that you don't know. And hopefully mm. this year, when I finally get around to doing it, sorting out the absent friends, there's going to be a couple that you don't know. I think I've got rough idea. Thank, fortunately, thank you, thanks from Larry that he sent me ages ago, which I'll probably dig out and kind of find those names mm. and put them in there. But it's, yeah, so many, you say it's, like I said before, and like I think Phil said, we're only touching the surface, but I think... There's a lot. Yeah, I think, because again, I think... Do you, like, do you see what we say yeah. now? It's so difficult. Because I, I do vaguely remember you guys saying, I know it's been a year and a half, and I'm quite surprised I remember anything. <laughs> but um, I remember you guys saying during, I think it was during the episode, you you know, when you when you look at it face face, you think, oh, there's not much to it. But when you get into it, it's like, oh my God, it's full of stuff. It's so much more depth to it. As I say, it's like I kind of put on Jamie, kind of before, when he got here, kind of, okay, there's four different types. So you quickly kind of, I think... Yeah. Within about an hour, kind of okay. This thing, this and this thing, mm. kind of on the fly. You know, because I, say, I only listened to it last night, so I couldn't in advance warn Jamie. Okay, this is what I've re-remembered. Because mm. I say it's it's taken me the last two three days to to, to pull this combine together. all the word document again because it does take that amount of time to get it in such a way that it's well usable mm. because you have to know what order it came in because otherwise it's all jambled up and you'll, you be don't know. F- you'll be flicking through your papers frankly trying to find the right so message and whatever. I only listened to it late last night once I got it about 95% finished mm. so I couldn't send on to Jamie kind of hey we're doing it on this thing because I listened <laughs> to it about one and it's like oh yeah, yeah I, I was mean, um, I was pretty much I was pretty much asleep by that time so, so it's like okay there's four things to it good <laughs> everything thank you but no I mean and also obviously I think just say the last thing as well which I know we've very briefly mentioned but the mythology so we've sort of touched on that so I yeah. don't really say a lot but it's it's the idea of stuff it's the way of trying to better yourself it's all that sort of thing because that in its own right is a role model to live by and mm. I say like I said before I kind of feel like I do and I hope I do mm. I, most of the time I Think I succeed every time. And then my yeah. kind of as I twentieth century the, mind. Just, just the concept of, of 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 Star Trek itself. It's it opened up my mind to a lot of new possibilities and ways of thinking which I'd never even considered. And it's just it's exciting, you know. It's 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 just I mean amazing, you know. Just thinking back and nostalgically to when I first got into it looking at all oh, all these different all these different species and different types of ships and different unit and different uh, places and 
I mean, who knows where we'll be in the future? I mean, we won't be around to see it, probably, unfortunately, but future generations, who knows what will be accomplished? So, you know, I know, I know I say I hate technology a lot of the time, but, <laughs> but um, you know, technology will be part of the mantle that will hopefully help us see beyond, beyond, beyond far beyond the stars. So, let's say it's such a big topic, and mm. And I guess I think both episodes, I feel like we've done it just, just, justice. I think mm. I think Phil listening back to it because I say he's doing editing on this one. I think he'll probably go, mm, yeah, you guys did well. You guys think, did well. You've I think done... it'll bring up a lot of memories for him of a year and a half ago when he recorded it. So yeah, when you so when you guys recorded it. So I think, and like I say, it's like I did that with Phil, and I'm doing it with Jamie. Mm. So when we do, when Jamie's busy, whenever that will be, mm. we will probably retouch on what we did which is life lessons with Phil so yeah. you'll get the other side of the spectrum from Phil mm. it's just an interesting way of doing it because I say and the thing is if Phil said I spoke to Phil yesterday <clears throat> and it's just kind of oh you know hope you have a good day tomorrow and it's just kind of it, again it's like it's going back to how we started this thing yeah of just us two talking mm. to a microphone that's how it started the world goes so it's quite nice us two just kind of going that, back yeah. to how it was because it doesn't happen that often no. so it's just, again quite nice just kind of us two not that Phil nothing, nothing wrong with having you there because I'm going to say you're listening I was just going to say Sai you're about to dig yourself a hole here <laughs> but Phil knows that it's quite nice for us to kind of yeah go back to how it started and again it's having because we've shown an awful lot of growth since we started really? it oh my god you listen back to old stuff and you go really <laughs> we had that idea that was a good we thought that thing mm. god almighty that's a bit biased mm. <laughs> so it's, but it's just interesting having that different dynamic I mean yeah we've had two people before but when you, but we've never had two people on the same topic mm, that's what I wanted that's what yeah. I wanted to do this, this topic I, I say it's two people it does make it a bit more interesting what you choose mm. so I wanted something a bit meaty and both topics have and I think it. I think you know. I think, it, what, how do you think Phil will get on with life lessons? How do you think he will? Well, I think it'll do quite. I think it should be interesting to see what he comes up with. I mean, I might, I might need to re-listen to that one myself because I'm not listening to that one since I edited it when we did that last year. Sometime. Oh, yeah, that's about a year. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's just interesting doing this episode and just seeing what you've pointed out. Some of the things you and Phil said, which is well, the thing is with me, I can point out trends. Mm. Whereas I say it's like with we hadn't done it this way you we wouldn't have spotted them yeah so it's quite nice I think it's worked quite well it's just trying to find other episodes like this instead of yeah. the two that we've got mm. instead of I don't want to be horrible but it's like you know Star Trek you know speculate on Star Trek 3 like you guys did but it's like trying to get meaty mm. topics are kind yeah. of not easy to think up but I think it's not okay again because we didn't have much time to sort this out so it's been like, what do we do? Do we send, do do a pre-recorded? Because you were going to end up with um, Dream Crew, weren't weren't they? Yeah. Because that that's the episode we were on to hear, but it just solves the solution quite well that we just do life lessons. Um, yeah, well, I said it. It's been it's been in our old well, I say old files, but it's been in our files now. It's, it's been in my to-do list for quite a while. So why don't we do it now? So it just it was just it was just perfect, really. So. But it's, yeah, it's, and it sort of covers a kind of, you know, kind of 
proper topic that I always like to do every now mm. and then because I don't think we've really done it. This year's been very much full of convention coverage. It really has. After kind of yeah, the beginning tr- of last month, it is, yeah, whole of last month was conventions. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, yeah, on, on, on reflection, I can see what. Yeah, I agree with you there. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I tell you, the second half of this year is going to be, I think, a lot less of how the first year, how, how the well, beginning well, our, of this year our, started. Our, our next episode is going to be definitely a meaty topic. Nah, <laughs> it's going to be a silly one. It's going to be a, because. We're going down to the Tricky Girls next, um, just over weeks. Um, whoops. Ah, when this is released, it'll be five days' time. No, four days' time when this is released. Because we're releasing it next week. I love it. You're, you're I'm starting to... a new toy now. Just um, kind of I'm, it out there. And you're going... I'm doing it from today, so that. No, oh. yeah, but from, from four days' time, we're going into Tricky Girls. And we are doing, as you might have seen the schedule, although you probably haven't. We're doing Star Trek Snogmary Avoid, so you yeah. know that's going to be absolute craziness because it's going to be three boys and three girls talking about. Yeah, so pe- people would like to Snogmary on Avoid, so you know that's going to be absolutely crazy. So would that be Riker for you then, Si? <laughs> well, I didn't want to say, but yeah. <laughs> no, we we we'll be bloopers. Uh, yeah, I think that's the yeah, problem. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, so the trickiers they'll be sort doing the guys, and we'll be doing obviously the women. So. Yeah, interesting. And so it's like just you watch their videos and it's like, oh dear, just yeah. how crazy is that? It's and like Sarah says, it's like the chipmunks meeting the like chipettes, isn't it? It's that sort of thing. Yeah. So it's that's yeah, going to be, be a lot of fun. fun, crazy, probably very seeded episode. I think in places. So you've got a really fun episode to listen to, and I yeah. think which I'm, I'm, I mean, I look forward to our episodes, but this one in particular is going to be a blast. To f- end this episode a bit, I just want to say that. We will actually be getting around to the first general interest topic. Hopefully, after that episode, I'm, I'm hoping. Yeah. Which will be um, Anne Frank, Anne Frank, because that's been postponed more times than anything. Partly yeah. my fault, but it's Look. happening. We're doing it. Yeah. And I really want to do it. Yeah. And then after that, we'll also. Uh, well, actually, we've got to point out because of the way this has worked out. Normally, you expect a season review just to be on its own. For just you're that one month, you're actually going to end up in June. You're going to end up with a season review, and also a review of Star Trek Beyond. So, what in June or June? Um, don't you mean Anne Frank? Because Star Trek Beyond comes out in July, doesn't it? Yeah, stuff's got pushed forward, so it's all getting pushed back. We're recording um, season review on the twenty sixth. Yeah, so it's going to happen in July, Jamie. Oh, we're releasing it. Mm. Oh, so it does work right. I'm right. Okay, I've done the math. Okay, fair enough. No, I think I've gotten confused. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, okay, just yeah. <laughs> I'll just stay here and just you know. <laughs> so we'll be quite tired on the tw- uh, Sunday twenty sixth. So <laughs> might as well said it now. Yeah. So that's how it's happening this year. It's it's our unwritten rule from last year, but. It happens that this yeah. year we can't do it otherwise. We've we've, get we've had to do Star Trek Beyond late. We've had to do a bit of shifting around and stuff because we, we yeah. didn't expect to be doing this episode. We were expecting to be doing Anne Frank. Yeah, we, we, so. we're not. So we it was just kind of <laughs> what, what do we do? Like like we say, we, we could have ended up with Dream Crew, but we thought actually let's do a bit of hard work. Yeah, and a bit of hard graft. <laughs> so. 
it's ending up the mm. bit shifting, bit poking that because if we did follow through with that, you'd end up with getting beyond in August, by which point we're not about. Am I right? Saying? Yeah, you're right in saying that. Yeah. So, which point you wouldn't have it by September, and it's just like, yeah, that's not happening. Yeah. So you're ending up with two that month, which effectively is about four episodes. So you're yeah. welcome. Yep. Yeah. So. <laughs> So just a bit of pre-warning that you've got an absolutely bumper week. It's a bit of a yeah. bumper month. That's an absolute bargain, effectively, because that's, that's going to be, what, five and a half hours of recording time? Probably. Which, uh, we, which corresponds yeah. to Cause we, 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 three, uh, four and a bit episodes for the price of two. Because we will point out again, I mean, I know we'll say it when we do it, but the season two review, like the first one, it's going to be very lengthy. Um, it's going to be what probably about three, probably about three, four hours. Four hours. Four hours. So again, we obviously I know people probably won't want to listen to it all in one go. So again, we do recommend you. Oh heavens, you don't you even want, listen in one go. So no, no. <laughs> just listen. Just listen to it in, in, in. Just listen to it in little sections if you want at your leisure. So you know. So there's a bit of pre warning about that. Yeah. So it'll be the same for every season review. It's going to be. They're going to be. They're, they're going to be. I think it will be our longest ever episodes. I think every year. Every year, once given, a year, it's a bit of a given year. Yeah, so so it's a bit of a rambling from us, but I think it's a. I think we've done very good with that one. Yeah. I say, let me know if you want a part three or if you've gone yet. Simon, yeah. sod off. I've had enough of that. I've heard <laughs> enough of you you've, talk you've about. Reached, you've reached your limit I've now. Had enough Leave of you it. talk about Picard, Reich, and Rom. Just, just no, no, no more, no more. So let us know that if you can, because I think that'd be quite interesting. What who what mm. the ratio is, and whether you go yeah or no. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, I've been Simon, and I've been Jamie, and that's another episode. So we hope you enjoy listening, and uh, we'll be back soon with another one. So bye bye.